0: well hello everybody and welcome to the empowerment project where we focus on discussing how we as women can build resilience cultivate a fearless mindset and push past our limitations so we can unlock our truly extraordinary potential for life and our business today on biz chats with small women and small business i'm chatting with becky roberts who's gone from a successful career in direct sales to corporate life, then to aging out of employment, to buying a business and dealing with all those things that go with it, like HR and finance and bookwork and the development of the business and marketing and much, much more. And we are going to be talking today on courage why and how we can develop it, how it's so needed as a small business owner and hear invaluable insights and tips that I'm sure will inspire and benefit you on this fabulous journey of yours. So I'm looking forward to hearing from Becky and handing it right on over. Becky has a business called The Thieving Kia and that's based in Monica. and again, loads of experience. I've known Becky for many years and it's a delight to have her on with us today.
1: Hey, thanks Jane for inviting me I feel really flattered that um, you've asked and I'm really looking forward just to sharing some points that we've discussed with your with your group of women that you are mentoring and working with I think it's an ex- it's it's a very exciting time for everyone in there in their path so yeah mm. so just a little bit about me is um For those of you that may or may not know, Jane and I have been friends for, it has been over 20
0: years.
1: (laughs) And we have worked together in a previous life, both doing Mary Kay. um, And it was fantastic. We had a lot of fun, lots Mm. of giggles. And I learned really how to work hard and um, I am a hard worker by nature, but really how to run my own business and how to be disciplined. That's probably my biggest takeaway and how to be really focused on goals and to overcome the speed bumps when they throw you at you and as a lot of women as probably a lot of you ladies are working on your own at home um, on the phone and on your computer um, it can be lonely so you have to really make sure that you just keep to what you're focused on and what your target is and praise yourself through that process. But hmm. once I left Mary Kay, um, I moved into the corporate world for a while. Um, I went on the road doing sales, um, selling beauty products, and, and, um, and got into different leadership roles with diff- two different companies, and just um, became national sales managers again, leading teams. Um, it was a very, it was quite different from Mary Kay or anything I'd done in life. It Mm -hmm. took me away a lot, away from my family, away from my home, but I grew a lot. I got um, a really whole new set of skills that have um, served me every single day and complemented what I'd already done in a previous business. And so I stayed in the corporate world up until it's probably been eight years. I left and um, I left because the business was um, was very challenging and it wasn't aligning with my values. And I found it really it was very, very complicated emotionally for me. So I chose to leave a very well-paid job and um, thinking I could get something else. And at that age, i'm uh, stage, I was fifty seven. And I learned really quickly, um I had aged out. Mm. And that was a really tough, a tough pill to swallow, um, because in my world, I from my where I sat, I'm a mature woman. Um, my kids are grown up. I'm healthy. I've got a huge skill set. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm also living in Wanaka, so I'm not in Auckland, Wellington, or Christchurch. So that that posed challenges for some people. But our region is growing and flourishing. And um, yeah, I I learned really the hard way that. A lot of people would say, oh, she'd probably give us three years or five years. And why would they invest? And they wanted someone new out of uni or just new and young. They could mold and shape into what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And so um, I ended up taking nearly two years off of working. And that was great. I loved mm. it. I focused on my health and got a really good tan. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it was a, it was positive. Like I really worked on myself because there was a lot of healing that needed to go mm. on for me when I left that last role emotionally and just, just get through some, figure myself out again and where I'm mm. going. Um, so, and through this process, this business in town came up and I had approached him before, but... Um, I turned it down because what they were wanting, th- their purchase price was ridiculous. So I walked away and then six months later it came up again and, um, and we went into conversations again and yeah, we took on the business. It'll be six years Golly. this January. Yeah, I know it's crazy it's <laughs> and my, yeah, it's been great. It's, it's been an amazing journey. Um, mm because my whole thing was because I was used to working from home or being on the road of, Oh, how am I going to feel kind of being, you know, in a shop kind of thing. And it's, it's been awesome. I have, um, yeah, I've used every single skill set I've learned in the last, you know, since I've been 15 working all the way up to now. And for me, it's just my passion for customer service and treating people the way I want to be treated and giving people the opportunity to buy beautiful gifts for family, friends, whatever, um, at a moderate price, you know, and just meeting those needs and making it all about service and serving them. And mm-hmm. those were things that I learned in Mary Kay. It wasn't about me. It was about the customer yeah. and what they needed and how can we best do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we do that every day. I have a wonderful group of women I work with and um, for those of you that might have one or two team members, it does pose challenges, but you just, you learn from it and you go forward and, um, yeah, my daughter's my business partner along with my husband who does, they work, they do the areas that I don't like, which is the finances and the money. Cause I just, I just don't, mm. I want to know, but I don't want to have to sit at a computer and figure it yeah. out. So, um. So we, I have a, I do have a great support team and a good accountant, and I advise everyone to have a really good accountant. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we just have lots of things that are, that we support each other. We each have a different strength and it just, the total sum is we have a successful business. Mm -hmm. Um, And successful to me is that we have a lot of local clientele and our local clientele, uh, stream from christchurch auckland wellington repeat guests from australia that they we hear over and again that they love coming to this store yeah. and why so that's all the affirmation i need so it's it's been wonderful and um yeah it's a joy mm. it's it's grown organically and it's been a real joy it's so good to be
0: that's awesome and actually i picked up a couple of things which i think would resonate with some of the ladies and and that is that when we've got our own business it isn't actually about us it's actually about them and if we always keep our mind on that that can get us past the procrastination past the um inhibiting things that hold us back from you know from marketing comes, ourselves from getting out them. there yeah it's like right. really important that if it's about them you do you you don't have fear really do you
1: No, because it isn't about us, you know, we're, we're here, we've created a business so that we can have independence so that we have more choices. Um, and we're accountable only to ourselves ideally. Right. Mm. But at the end of the day, we're here to serve. We've got, we've created a service or have a service. Um, and we're always looking for that next customer, Mm. you know, and for me, it's, Like I just know sometimes people think, oh, it's easy because you're bricks and mortar and they just walk through the door. Well, it's not because you still got to develop rapport. You still don't want to be pushy. You still have to offer a service that there's a gap in the market or that if if you find their need and you fill it. And it's it's truly about being genuine and sincere and and listening. Mm -hmm. You're listening to what they're saying and you're asking questions through the whole process. And if people don't want to engage in that, then you respect it and you just let them be. And I, I think that's, it's really important to take on board those skills of it's about them. Mm. You ask them the who, what, why, where, and how questions, mm-hmm. if that's appropriate. Mm. And then you work back from that of, okay, this is what we can, this is what my service may offer you if you should choose. Mm. You know, so it's, it's just like setting you know a buffet table and mm. let them cherry pick from it yeah
0: and then you can stand strong in your confidence about it as well you're not trying to sell anything you're just letting them no. know exactly what it is that you will bring them and it's up to them to buy it if they want. if they want to need it isn't it so and 100%. i think and i think another thing that's so important there is that it's where your confidence shows if you're confident people have confidence in you don't they but if you're wavery you have, and you're unsure, and and that's not that you don't believe yeah. in your, your product, it's that sometimes you just don't believe in yourself, and that shines through, or, or it doesn't shine, but that's it right. comes through. Yeah, it's not going to help.
1: Yeah, and it it is just if you if you struggle with self confidence, which we all do, mm. at you know at some different places and times, but you believe and you're passionate about mm. the service you're offering. That's the that's the strength you stand in.
0: Yes. Totally agree, that's so good. And actually, speaking of that, you also mentioned that you run with your strengths. So you've got your husband and your daughter help with the the behind the scenes stuff that you don't like to do, for one thing, and secondly, it's not your strength. So how, how would you suggest people do that when they're the one man band? One woman band, I right. should say.
1: A <laughs> 100%, yeah. So I think it's first it's recognizing what you're good at and being, being really honest with yourself. Mm. So um, don't sugarcoat it. Be really honest about where your your true strengths are. There's And so let me go back. If I wasn't good with money, say, mm. or I'm not good at accounting, but I had to do it, I could. Mm-hmm. It would just take a lot of time. So, but then I need a teacher. I need someone to mentor and guide me through it. Yeah. So it's, if you, you need to be open to learning mm. and build on your strengths or build on what's not, what's maybe is a bit wobbly. Yeah. Um, cause not everybody has a husband and a daughter that can do those mm. things. Right. Yes. Um, so it's looking at what you're really good at and tick. That's great. I got that managed. Where are the gaps? Yes. And, and are they gaps that you can source out? Yeah. Or is this something like, right. I'm good. Cause you, you know, I still need to know what's going on in my business financially. Yes. I have to know there's cash flow. I have to know what, you know, do pay GST. What's coming in? What's going out? What my budget is for spending? Like everybody, mm-hmm. you know, the mm. whole I've there. Yeah, I've got my finger on it. I just don't want to sit at the computer. However, if I had to, I would. Yes. Um. And I think that same. Sorry, Beth. yeah. And I
0: think that's it's the no clear distinction that you're making that Yeah. So if you're not strong in a strong area. Acknowledge that run really well on your strengths, you do you are good at, but with things you are wobbly, you call it wobbly, and I like that. Um, build that that softly, but also get the support you need. You need to reach out, like, there's not many businesses that don't um, get a loan or have bring money into it to get all the things they need in place. Like, the good enough technology, you know, if you need a social network uh what do you call it a um a va virtual virtual person yeah Yeah. you know hire somebody for a while it's not for always just to you you know learn a little bit maybe take on some online courses to help you in certain areas as well and mentoring sometimes you do need someone that that's been where you're at and reach out to other people that are in similar businesses as well you don't always have to pay for these things join network groups and as you know ladies we've got our network
1: group but but there's you know reach out yeah yeah, 100%. Because if I can just jump to my daughter, Sierra, for a mm. second. So Sierra is 31. She's an artist. And in Wanaka, through COVID and the pandemic and lockdown, a lot of young people her age group have all become entrepreneurs. Some work from home. Some mm. have restaurants now. Wow. They, they all, but they're all, because of the network of friendship and relationships mm. they have with each other, honest ones, they pull strings from their friends, yeah. Right? Mm. So, for example, if Sierra's now gotten into TikTok and she does all of her own marketing and social media, mm-hmm. so for example, she's gone to someone else, she's paid the money to go to someone to show me how to do a TikTok and a reel. Yeah. They've taught her, she's managed it, and now she's off and running. Mm-hmm. So, so, you can look in your own friendship group with the skill set, and maybe you can do a skill exchange. So, there's no money. Um, that has to be exchanged mm. is one point. The other thing is you've got to look at where you're spending your money. Mm. Maybe some of the money you're spending can be better spent in different areas. Like, yeah, you know, It's hard for me to say what everybody's spending in yes. their business, but maybe it's like, you know what? I don't need to spend that much on this, but I do need to invest in. So it's an investment in your business and an investment in yourself mm. um, because you feel more confident in your business when you have that knowledge um but i agree with you jane that you do need to network you need to create a strong group of women around you that are like-minded and you can either have a glass of wine and a coffee with if you've had a a bumpy week and that you can just have a wee chat and they and those people help lift you up you don't sit there and feel sorry for yourselves you lift each other up dust it off and you get a new perspective to head to the week ahead yeah um but it that is very important, yeah. But I think that that's what I've learned from Sierra, again, mm-hmm. is just yeah. that skill set of friends where you get crossovers.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, so thank you for reinforcing that because that is something that I've definitely noticed um, since starting the Empowerment Project about, gosh, I suppose it's almost well, it three and a half years ago and starting to work with women that, um, you know, those that tap in and and seek out other women that are similar or you know not not even the same business but have a like-minded mindset just makes a huge difference it helps just through those you know those ups and downs that we all get and do have you know there's times in our business I think every one of us and I'm the same where you wake up one day and you think oh I don't know what to do I'm stuck or I don't feel motivated today um but, you know, it's um, just the minute you have a conversation, like even talking with you now, Becky, it's inspiring. It's really cool. It, you know, it just reminds you of why we do do this. And we are unique. Women in small business are unique. You know, your friends, your family. Very much. If they don't have a small business, you know, we, we obviously love and need our friends and family, but they're not the people to turn to when you're you're focusing on your business. Because, you, you know, we're people that just are shooting for the top, Right. <laughs> so yeah entrepreneurial spirits is a great thing hey so becky we had a couple uh, of sorry we had a couple of um thoughts that you know points that we thought we'd also bring up and um so i I thought i'd ask you one you know is there a challenging actually you've probably talked about some of the challenges but a challenging experience you face on your on your entrepreneurial journey and what you learned by overcoming that thing (laughs) i I bet there's a few
1: (laughs) well Maybe we just talk about the pandemic because that's the greatest one. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean, there's a lot of pivoting, right? Yeah, 150% pivot. Yeah. So when the lockdown came, I had, you know, all of us, I mean, I had seven of us living in the house together, which was mm-hmm. awesome and a great distraction. Yeah. And I would walk, so our shop has little live plants. So I would go in once a week, water plants, touch the walls, tell you I love them, come <laughs> home. And, <laughs> and. But I really started, you know, when not knowing, even as we were starting to come out of it, what this is going to look like. Mm. And I realized, you know, through conversations and, you know, the borders aren't going to open for a while. So there's no point in having lots of gifts that are for international offering Mm. and and so i changed the model of the store to be very new zealand focused and a lot more homewares because people were moving in a direction we were all entertaining more Mm. we were all create we were all fixing our nests we were all about being at home with our family like really loving each other and cooking and sharing ideas of recipes and Coming together for dinner parties and mm. going for walks and lots of just like yummy things that made us feel loved. Right, so mm. I, I um, we moved the shop into that direction. We very gently just got more things that appealed to us as a nation that were cuddly and comforting and decorate our homes or our, our offices or you know your mm. the kids at university, whatever it took. Right, mm-hmm. and because a lot more people were working from home so it was about creating a new space or more plants or all the things so that's so I didn't remove the international things I just modified it and downsized it Mm. and then last year when the borders opened I kind of got caught with my pants down because I hadn't really (laughs) thought like oh crumb yeah you know they're gonna want New Zealand things so literally kind of running from behind just with ordering and then you get your cash flows and things like that of and what what are the international guests looking for what is it's important to them and I can hand on heart I, I'm still there figuring it out because for mm. me it's got to be different I can't I'm not going to buy anything mainstream that everybody has in the store mm. so I do a lot more digging and fossicking to find that unique thing mm. um, but it's that has been a real challenge. And then just the other side of it is employing your staff and making sure your staff are well. And, and when um, everything opened up, are people sick, you know, and who's at home with COVID or not? And how is it working for their families? And lots of just real, cause we're a very close team, you know, just keeping the communication open and being like, there's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, seriously, my grandkids are sick. My daughter's sick, so she can't help. husband's away it's just me and now someone else is sick you know it's just Mm -hmm. all the stuff at once right it's just like a grocery list of oh my gods (laughs) and you just like you get dressed you put your makeup on and you go in like nothing's a problem and I think my greatest takeaway for myself was I need to make sure I exercise not Mm -hmm. every single day hardcore at the gym but usually walk fresh air yeah to less caffeine more water (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and let let stuff go mm-hmm. just let the little stuff go like really work hard at just like when people are coming at you and, and you're like yeah. okay and it's an amazing habit to develop where i'm just like okay where mm. people are like they parked in my space okay <laughs> <laughs> who cares
0: <laughs> let me dive into um, that one because i think this will be something that um a lot of our listeners will struggle with how what is the technique you use, Becky, to let go of those little things that can really be like that little bit of sand in your shoe?
1: <laughs> oh, the rock in my shoe, yes. Yeah. So that I've just recently had the rock in my shoe. Right. Um <laughs> and it was when I was on holiday with a staff member and I'm like, seriously. And I think I have to take myself for a walk by myself mm-hmm. and I have to kind of walk through it and try to see things from their perspective and understand their headspace because my headspace is quite clear Mm. come to work shut up do your job go home right i mean and you're the hardest really rude about it yeah (laughs) yeah, but it's like i'm i'm on holiday um but then i need to go and i need to walk in her shoes of okay what's really happening here and is this a big deal for her and how to manage it within my own head and That I, and sometimes they're short walks and sometimes they're long walks and sometimes there's multiple walks. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that moving helps me clear my head mm-hmm. really well.
0: Yeah,
1: and and then there's if it's not shifting as well as I'd like it to, that's where I call on my network. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I've just got this thing you know, is this a big, am I making a mountain over a molehill or am I justified on addressing this? Mm. You know, and my network helps me and that might be my husband or um, because he actually is very black and white mm. and, and from a, and men don't mince words and they don't wrap themselves in the emotion. Mm. And as much as I've moved away from that, sometimes they just see the forest from the trees because you're still standing in the trees. Mm. so. Or you need a friend like that, that has experience more with whatever mm. the situation is, yeah. that's like, well, am I, this is what I did for us, you yeah. know, or this is how we handled it. Or it could also be legally, this is what you have to do,
0: mm.
1: you know? Right. So there's there's different aspects, you know, if you have a, if it's a staff situation, you know, what's the employment agreement and all those carry ons and all the legal crap that goes with it. So. Mm okay but my first and foremost thing is, is i take my i don't blow up i don't i just i just literally hold it inside for whatever and get my shoes on and i'm like i'm just gonna go out for a bit and just process this yeah or yeah that's the best thing i do
0: mm, great thank you great great um advice there another question would be what strategies are you using to stay organized and prioritized um, to be efficient um, in your business
1: yeah. Lot, so huh? I have a running list. I have a running list in my phone, like where you can keep, there's like a notepad page. Mm-hmm. And I just write all these things down. So it's like my five most important things to do tomorrow mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's more like, it's more like 25. <laughs> but I look, so at the top of the list, so I, I have a calendar that tells me what my appointments are that always has reminders for every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I have a running list. So like my running list will things like, I can just pull it up right now actually Mm -hmm. it's it's things like um like we need we we're updating some stuff within the store um it's things like Mm. you know I need to do a price review I need to update our VIP cards our vouchers um, you know, mm-hmm. I need to get the plants sorted, you know, I always have walking at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, it's a mixed bag, but I can look at that every day, like, okay, of these, of this list of 10 things, what must be done today? Mm-hmm. And then, and then I'm always adding to it and then just deleting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always got a running list of things. Mm-hmm. I also have systems in place of things that must be done every day. Mm-hmm. So. That's something we set up in the business very early on because you have to have procedures you do. yeah. Um, and habits. Mm. So I'll just tell you in the daily life of our businesses, mm-hmm. um, I don't work in the shop maybe one to two days a week, depending on staff schedule. But my, my roster every day is um, like right at the end of the month, like today, I'll need to do the August roster. Mm -hmm. I will I and then I will go through like we're so low on a lot of stock I'll start chipping away like Mm -hmm. and do two supply orders because they take a lot of time Mm. I will have time with my grandson because he's here right now so I'm babysitting Ah. this afternoon which is really (laughs) awesome so the more I get done here I have time there and then there will be quite there'll be emails throughout the day and depending on if it's just me at home I'll look at it if my grandsons are here or friends or family here, I leave it until they go. Mm. So I try very hard to be present as, you know, unless it's an emergency, like is the shop burning down? No, Mm. (laughs) you know, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. At the end of every workday, my job is to, because our warehouse is here on our property. So I go in, refill all of the stock, get it prepared for myself or my daughter to take it in every morning and we open up the shop and then staff come in kind of thing. So it's just always rolling of what has to happen, the banking and take, you know, all those little tiny things that just have to, but make it flow. And yeah, so if you don't have systems or procedures and that are habits, you i encourage you to do so you know whether you work one day a week or you know Mm -hmm. five days a week that Mm -hmm. it makes life lots easier
0: i think that's really good because i think that otherwise we tend to because it's your own business um and most people you know they may not have staff so therefore it is literally themselves um who are they accountable to you know so we need to be accountable to our habits and the habits need to have been started when we worked out our goal we created the plan, and then we created, like you've called it, your procedures. And I think that's really important: systems and procedures. And then you can be, like you say, then you 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 have your daily list of things. But those other things, these things, procedures are just not negotiable. They have to be done
1: in that day. Well, that's you know that's correct because otherwise your business falls down, and then mm. you're running from behind. Yeah. And then and you feel a, bad. And you never truly catch up. <laughs> yeah, you, you feel ne- bad. You never
0: catch up. You feel, this is when the imposter syndrome can kick in and, um, you know, you yes. procrastinate because you're just so overwhelmed. So it's a matter of, um, yeah, getting a handle on things. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm assuming that's just sometimes what will happen to some people and some have probably got it all together, but it's just a really good thing to remind everyone on. And so the last question, Becky, is um, uh, what was another question we had for you, actually? Yeah. Um, when um, hang on, Let me, what's yeah. your process ahead, <laughs> for setting new goals is our last question how do you how do you go about that
1: right so when we set up the business i ha- i work i always work with the end goal in mind mm. so for me with the shop it was like i just it needed lots of love it needed a total rejig and slowly 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 Now, my new challenges are always keeping it super fresh, Mm -hmm. super innovative, um, engaging for the customers, interesting, and I have a financial goal that Mm. I want to hit. It's just a personal target. Um, I don't put anyone else under the pump. Mm -hmm. Um, This is just a me thing. Mm. So, how I go about that is my job is to source the best products for the best price for and selling them at the best price for our customers because that's the way two things mm. one my staff are going to love what they're selling so they get excited about it i'm excited about it they're excited about it and then customers are excited about it um i don't i think it's so much in the forefront of my mind um the care and love i put into my business like. I truly love my space. I love being in there. I mm. love opening my books. I love sitting my books. I mean, like just sitting at my computer and reviewing yeah. where we're at the yeah. feedback and all that. And I'm, in, I'm so invested mm. in, I'm invested in the joy that it brings other people.
0: Yeah,
1: That is, that is it. And, and I know that if I focus on the service mm. and I focus on customer care and doing doing it to the best of my belly do i get it right all the time absolutely not mm-hmm. but i we get it right 80% of the time and the same with my team do they do it everything to the level i want no absolutely mm-hmm. not but but this is me owning it i have to own it i can't put it on to others and i truly believe that if if i keep doing the doing the processes and the procedures and doing the same things every day i will hit those goals uh, so i know that i hit the success of the business from the feedback i get the yeah. financial one we'll yeah. see yeah and it's not a let but i know if i do the processes and just keep doing them day in day out with a with a with a joyful heart mm. and full of gratitude and um if if i have an off day then i step back because some days i'm not great mm. you know i, I i'm grumpy because I've been working too much in the store, yeah, <laughs> <or> whatever. <laughs> so trouble. I need to step back and, yeah, and just step back, take a day to myself, half a day, get a massage, go for a walk, whatever it is, mm. reset, mm-hmm. and, and you did, and you just start doing the processes and the procedures all over again, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, look, that's fantastic. What a great way to finish our conversation because such amazing advice, and um, yeah, I really appreciate that, Becky. I appreciate your time today because I know you are really busy um but also for this you know sharing from your heart and really you're going to resonate with so many well everyone I think so lovely. Appreciate, um, really appreciate 100%. your time and it's been absolutely fun to connect
1: as well cool. 100% yeah. absolutely 100% see okay. networks never die they just they just grow and grow and mature they do <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool and I look forward to coming All and right. seeing you in that gorgeous Monica one day soon again too okay sounds
1: great thank you
0: thank you bye okay so there you have it i hope you enjoyed our podcast today and that you picked up some ideas that are going to help keep you inspired um that you know make you think right i can do this i've got this and for those of you that would like to be on the podcast at any time we'd love to hear from you everybody's got a story to tell and inspiration and ideas and education things that we all need to know about we're all in this together and I really look forward to continuing this and having more and more women come on this podcast to help us Kiwis uh, have a wonderful balanced life and business so thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time